CXF, the Cuttlefish Podcast, episode 8. Yeah, we back in here. It's me and Ramah, we about to be kicking it slow. Just reminiscing, just marinating. You know, we wanted to start a little differently. That's uh, Ghost Town off of the new Kanye West album. Yep, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's a combination of everything that's good about Kanye. You got the old Kanye, you got the new Kanye, and it's all mashed together in one. Couldn't ask for more folks. Got the 070 shake in there. Chance the Rapper, Kid Cudi, came together to make a beautiful piece of music. And DJ cut that shit. All right. All right, we here. We here, folks. Um, well, What are we going to be talking to the people about today, Ramon? We're going to be talking about a lot of shit. I think we're going to hit on drugs. Very important. <laughs> we're going to have a segment 
that we promised, our first Tinder excursion. We're going to drop, drop a bomb on that. We ain't got the fucking APC for it, but use your imagination. Um, and we're just going to jump right into it. What do you want to talk about first, Dijon? Yes, uh, fuck. We'll touch on, um, you know what? We'll touch on whitewashing first. Whitewashing goes first, yeah. That's definitely. Let's talk about, first of all, when people say whitewashed, they mean to point out something that they see as white, what they view as, like, white behavior. So if you speak a little differently, and this... This happens when you lie when you're in school and shit. You might be a little different, dressed different, taught different. However, somebody might call you whitewash. That's some insulting shit on many levels. Many levels. And I understand. I understand. You come from a different background. You think um, you think people are supposed to be a certain way. You think articulating your words makes you sound white. Yeah. Not slurring your words. Not sagging your pants. You're wearing a fucking belt, huh? Wearing a long ass white fucking tee, whatever you want to fucking call it. Yeah, if anything, that's whitewashing. Wearing a long ass white, whatever. That's besides the point. Neither here nor there. The bottom line is, you making these comments, it's not productive. You're not helping nobody. You're encouraging them to mimic a behavior that, in terms, well, that don't even belong to one set of people. Like, doesn't belong to one set of people, fuck. and it's not benefiting those set of people that it applies to. Like, think about it. They're killing people for what they look like now. So if you want to go around in terms, let's just keep 100, looking like a nigga, they'll go and kill you for that shit. And that's not, I don't plan on going to the ground early. Appearances do matter, folks. They matter a lot. This matters when you go to a job. It matters when the police look at you. Especially when the police look at you. Last thing you want to do, if it looks like they killed a white person, damn, you may get some sympathy. Man, you look like a nigga, they're going to throw you in the ditch like you... They gonna Nigga, shoot you, you twenty times in the back. Twenty times in the back. Step on you. Might hit you with that car if they feeling if they don't feel yeah, like putting up a, a race. Lot of fucked up like police shit. Like on, on a different note, I can't even watch like majority of these videos because they all the same. Oh yeah, all it's the all same. Gets, police getting cooler the by them. Gets cooler by I the saw video. A cop give a nigga at least seven hits to the face while he's standing with his back to a wall, handcuffed, and then elbowed him in the mouth as he went down. That's some MMA shit. And, you know what, I don't know if I can even get behind these people that, I'm, you're a peace officer. Your job is to keep the peace, not throw out the brutality. He's so the fucking violence officer. Yeah, I don't know, like. Like, like Tupac said, biggest gang is the police. It is, on some real shit. Like, they out here. Harassing. Harassing, literally doing. If you're a cop, you can do whatever the fuck you want for all the government cares. Yeah. Especially for all the people that care. Like, soldiers overseas have more fucking rules of engagement than police do out here. Like, if you out in fucking Afghanistan somewhere and someone has to be holding a gun, but they just holding that motherfucker. They not aiming it at nobody nothing like that. You can't just pop them 150 times. You're gonna have to answer for that shit. We got laws and shit for soldiers. Shit do not apply for police. Police shot a 12-year-old boy holding a fake gun, and on the phone the person who called it in said it looks like he has a toy gun. They drove up before they even got out the car and smoked his ass. Tamir Rice, R.I.P. Twelve years old. That's fucked up. I don't even let hey, kids hey. play with guns near me. It's but if I see a bunch of kids, especially if they black or any minority, black, brown, whoever, if 
they basically become, anyone that ain't white, man, you can't you can't play with toy guns now. Be careful, or be careful. But back to whitewashing our hand is, they ain't nothing. Ain't nothing good comes from even bringing up this comment. Because first of all, you throwing you throwing shade at someone's specific creativity, they style whatever they doing. You hating on that. Hating. And second of all, you're forcing them to either get with your shit or you're going to outcast them on yeah, some sort of level. You already threw them into them. a group. We're minorities. We're already thrown into a group. I don't need to be thrown into a group again by my own minority. That's not productive. And on a worldview, we're not even minorities, bro. People of color is the majority. Oh, facts. Like that facts. I'm using, I'm using the colonizer terms, say, but yeah. yeah. I'm on a certain level. Like, we're already disorganized. Please do not keep on throwing more shade at us. There's no point to it. You're fracturing the community. You ain't helping nobody. If anything, you should be saying, hey, boy, maybe you want... Maybe, maybe I recommend... Maybe, maybe not, hey, boy. Not, boy. <laughs> not, of course. I guess, yeah, let me... Thank you, Ramon, for cleaning that up. People tend to get real hurt over things like that. So I'm sorry for that specific moniker, but let me, let me pull that back. How about you be like, What's up, bro? Maybe, maybe, maybe my, judge him off the fucking yeah. contents of his character and not what he looks like. Exactly. I'm not telling you if you rock if you rock with your style, saggy pants or not. I mean, that's you. That's you. I can't. I'm not gonna tell you to pull your pants up. I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't give a fuck. It, it looks sus as hell. It looks sus. And, and the also, booty warriors will come for your ass in the pen for doing some hoe shit like that. So keep that in mind. Facts. I got belt on right now. I have my shirt tucked down. I remember in high school, I gave into that shit. And looking back, it was dumb. Man, like Earl said, too black for the white kids, too white for the black. Shout out, shout out, Earl, bro. Like later on, we gonna go into mental health. Yeah, I want to talk about the boys hurting. The boys hurting a lot. Canceled his European tour. It's really sad. Yeah, he's. I respect. He's in some trouble. But all right, folks. uh, That was a quick, quick taste. Quick tidbit. Episode eight, CXF, Cuttlefish Podcast. We're coming, coming uh, to you live from LP. You know, undisclosed location. You know, you know. but we'll we'll it's take a quick day. break. We'll be back. We'll be back. All right, Cuttlefish Podcast episode eight, and we're back. Uh, first things first is gonna be a Cuttlefish is coming in, folks. Well, season one that is. Yeah, only... episode twelve. That's we'll the yep. That's so the cap. Yeah, four more to go. But uh, we're gonna talk about some shit that's plaguing the community and the world in general. Always the plague of the community. And it's all these fucking drugs, man. It's drug use, bro. It's, it's not cool now. You can no, say hypocritical. You know, we smoke weed. That's more of a fucking herb. It's natural. When I say drugs, I'm thinking of man-made shit <laughs> that God did not provide. Shit like Molly. Um, fucking. MDMA. Is that? Oh, uh, MDMA. That's already in your brain, so you can get. If, it, if it's pure. But, uh. How often do you get your drugs pure? That brings in another issue. RP Lil Pete. People cutting hella shit with cocaine. Yeah, I, shit. Honestly, I was just bullshitting. The only drug I really want to talk about right now is cocaine. <laughs> because, uh. Shit, shit, if y'all know who we are, y'all know why this is on my mind. I ain't gonna bust nobody out, because who knows? That's your personal business. Hey, my personal business. I mean, that's their personal business. That's his (laughs) personal business. 
I just want to talk about it from a fucking standpoint so I can say I tried. All right. How much coke you got to do before you fucking realize you're a junkie, man? Like, <laughs> I don't think this shit's a good look. I think with any drug, when you have to start rationalizing it as a way to get through your day, then yeah. I don't even rationalize it. That's a, that's a sign, but we'll just go off the DSM-5, the manual of psychology, what is an addiction. Let's sure, do sure. That. An addiction is anytime you build up a tolerance... And anytime you have withdrawals, withdrawals are negative symptoms such as headaches, vomiting, convulsions, sweat, all the shit they talk about on TV and books and shit. Anything negative, any yeah, irritability. That's when you got an addiction. We know that cocaine is addicting. Hella crackheads was fucking formed in the 80s. It's 2018. Yeah, the white man realized we got we got to get this cocaine out of here because it's hurting our people themselves. Yep. Um. Yeah, man. I, y'all gotta be careful, man. I, I don't. I don't think you should. I've never tried coke, so far as I know, and I don't think I fucking will. I mean, not. You know, there's side effects at cost, but also the cost of the actual drug. It's eighty a key. That is ridiculous. You mean? Is it eighty a key? That sound like no. Nah, that's an eight ball. Whatever the fuck We don't do cocaine we don't Yeah you see I clearly don't it, it do sounds, cocaine I, I'd probably say It's 60 to 80 dollars a gram Just cause That sounds That's even right. That's some Out of that's pocket wild. shit A fucking kilo of that shit Who knows Too damn much You'd have to ask Your local coke boy That ain't us <laughs> But um Yeah we see the shit though We got uh Friends Associates and shit Like Shit ain't cool yo Shit not cool It's like, not cool to Hit it In the presence Without other people Knowing you're hitting it I mean do your thing I don't give a fuck I mean, do your thing, but damn, don't put other people at risk because of your bullshit. Yeah, don't have hella coke in the car and niggas is driving for a long place. Yeah. You ain't tell nobody. <laughs> That's the last thing I want to deal with. Because like, if you get pulled over with that shit, that shit is yours, nigga. I ain't taking I, no dime. Yeah, I, fuck the homie in that situation. I ain't going to jail for nobody. Straight up. I'm going to jail for no man. Yeah, if we was both in on it and we both had a habit, I, I get that. You got to ride. Don't nobody say nothing. And in general, when the police talk to you, don't say shit. <laughs> but there be times when it come down to you or them. And I'm going to tell you straight up, like, bro, take your fucking lick. Because if you come down to fucking court, it's, you go, somebody going to tell the judge the truth. <laughs> so <laughs> don't, don't, don't put me in that position because I'm not taking no time because you got a coke habit. Other things, maybe. Cocaine, not nah, something I'm taking a dive for. It's also, you know... It's a good... I don't know. I've never done cocaine before. Got, but it cool seems like it's a buzz. It seems like, you know, gets you energy high. I mean, motivated. From, from what they say, wake you up. You be drunk all night. It's 2 a.m. That's another you thing. Come back. Should now you be drunk at 2 a.m.? Is that necessarily a good thing for you? Yeah. You see, there's lots of habits that put you in this... There's a lifestyle yeah, that you it's, live it's that takes lifestyle. you to this place. So you have to keep that in mind. If you go live this certain lifestyle, you have to understand that certain things are going to cross your path. You got to understand that this shit will catch up with you. And right. not, we're not... We getting older. Yeah. Like, ain't, not everybody a young bull out here. You can't be doing no this shit. There's only so far you could... There's only so long you could take it. Man, your brain chemistry is going to change. Your metabolism. Your overall health. It's not worth it. It's not. At all. It's not. There's way different drugs you can do if you're looking just to get high. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I understand. It's like, Ramad... What if I just like getting high? I'm like, hey, hey, do your thing. But <laughs> I can offer you 
I can't offer you shit. Let me face that. <laughs> I can point you in the direction that may be a safer, safer high, man. Try mushrooms. Then, but then people look at me like, oh, you tweaking, you eating shrooms, shit. But niggas will fucking shove four pills down their throat. <laughs> and they don't know how the pill got made, who pressed the shit, what's the ingredients. Like, these little fucking mushroom, I know the shit grew like any other fucking fungus or vegetable would grow. I ingest the shit, I get poisoned, and I trip for six to eight hours, and then I fucking feel great, and I don't fucking fiend for mushrooms. But let's all, let's bring it back to how you mentioned um, these man-made drugs. They go, you go to the hospital, you think about it, all these opioid addictions that's popping off in the community and whatnot, especially in America and society. In America. They're giving you more drugs than you need. You do not need the whole bottle of drugs Man, that they give you. If you get into a car accident and they put you on morphine in the hospital, then you get out the hospital and you still fucked up. I get it. The accident may have had you fucked up, but if you're not trying to wean yourself off, consciously making a decision, be like, yo, I don't need to be taking every pill and then getting a refill. Like, they want you hooked. Of course, it's a business. They're selling you drugs. They, they the original. They don't want to see you happy. Facts. <laughs> they don't want to see you healthy. They want to see you fucked the up. The most they want you to do is walk out that door so you can open up a bed for another patient. Yeah, it all come down to population control, man. They, they want you on the street, <laughs> dying, killing yourself slowly. And I ain't got the time for it. But that also brings it to, there's this one more th- point I want to hit on. And that's the candy man. The hospital is the candy man. I have no, I can't. I thought she was going to mention the the Candyman, like niggas, actual dealers. Niggas got started. I was gonna get to that point, but I was gonna get to that point. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a roundabout story and whatnot. Anyway, the hospital is the Candyman in that situation. Drug dealers do not add anything to society. They're bringing it down. They're bringing down production in a sense Eh. of the man-made drugs that they pushing. Depends the drug dealer. Of course, I I think in most sense that's what it is. In the most sense, in a broad sense. In the terms of society, if you're looking at it from a strict, like, you know, anthropology. Not nah, fuck it? anthropology. Not anthropology. I don't know. If you look at society as a whole and you look at everybody's individual aspects and what they add to it and what they take from it. True. In a, in a whole, you're hurt. Drug dealers are taking yeah. a lot. But I don't, I don't like to say, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to, I don't want to be the devil's advocate. Because mm-hmm. there's some solid drug dealers out there. I mean, I yeah. So. I guess you you can say that, but in a sense, what they're contri- they're not they're yeah. taking. They're taking whole, in the whole sense. But you gotta look. Is it their fault for selling what's already in the community? Oh no, I'm not blaming. But their position itself hurts us. Their yeah. position. I just want to be clear. Like we not necessarily yeah. bag. I'm not calling you like the devil yeah. or no shit. There's way you do what you things. have to do to survive. I understand that. However. But you're kind of living off the misery of others at that point. Yeah, you also do gotta look. At your impact and take accountability. So, especially if you out here pushing like hard shit. If you out here like you, you pushing heroin, meth, if you're heroin, a meth, heroin, cocaine dealer, you're a dirty bastard. Yeah, you shit. did some shit. You're pretty down back. low. Yeah. You're pretty. You're pretty low. You out here ruining people's lives. You sell crack. You ain't no better than. Ah, how I want to. I'm not even trying to bring that energy right now. I don't know. And and but. there, but there is accountability. People got to take responsibility and accountability Facts. for trying the shit in the first place but and getting the addiction. Can you... All right, we came in. But not we touched... Had to Man, you just pop. had to say crack. Now I got it. I wasn't even trying to go into that route. I wasn't no, trying... Go ahead. Huh? Nah, because the government sold... Oh, created yeah. crack yeah, to... Yeah, there, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a whole nother... Crack's a whole different issue. 
That's that's some different if you, shit. If you don't know that crack was orchestrated by the government by now, nigga. And they take credit for it, and nothing it's, happens. What yeah, you I, know? We live. Yeah. In, this is America. That's all I gotta say Facts. about that shit. So, but back if, to the if, if, if any drug dealer I'm mad at, it's the fucking oh, U.S. nigga. That's yeah. what I'm mad at. Ninety-eight percent of all the opium shit probably come from Afghanistan. And Afghanistan. We the niggas yeah. who fucking patrol them poppy fields and shit like that. So, the opioid problem is definitely one that's been self-imposed. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to fucking willpower and like resisting that shit, like I don't know, man. You gotta be able to. You just gotta be able to stand on some shit. Yeah, you gotta look yourself like, in the mirror and you have to realize I'm the last barrier. I'm the only one who could take yeah, responsibility like, for this shit. And I ain't saying we better than nobody. Oh fuck no, I'm not better than nobody. I can't. But I know how to say no. The most I can say is that we're all humans. Yeah. Some and of us may give in a little bit quicker than others, but you have to you have to look yourself in the mirror. You have to realize, you look at your body, be like, I caused this shit. Man, it's like, I'm, fall, I'm falling off in this motherfucker. I'm fucking up. Like, that's, what, that's what it really come down to. If, you, if you're if starting to fuck up, you just got to take accountability for that shit and try to get yourself clean, get yourself X. right. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't... Like, you shouldn't be comfortable with having a cocaine addiction. I don't think anyone would feel comfortable. <laughs> if anything, you'd probably feel itchy. But anyway. That's, I don't know, man. I mean, that's a huge monkey on your back. And that's a gateway monkey. And then the reason I know it's so fucked up is on a subtle note. Dealers will always offer you free cocaine, but never try to get a nigga no free butt. That'd be pissing me off. I don't want no blow. If you just want to give out some drugs, man, I'll take an eighth of that fucking candy land. <laughs> that's how I know it's, That's how I know it's Some predator shit Like it's not even like Hard to spot For me I guess right? Yeah man Somebody blow a little Cocaine in your face Your life may be over Cause that may be yeah, Your you way in You don't know how That shit may The end is too easy The end is too easy And the out is way too hard Hella hard After a certain point But uh I mean That's all I gotta say We We gotta This is definitely Something you gotta just Sit down and ponder under This is something You gotta meditate under May not be necessarily sitting down, but this is some. This is a lot. Of, this is a lot of thinking. Yeah, get your mind right, people. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't gonna harp on it for too long. Um, since we on this drug shit, we gonna we gonna jump right into fucking. Uh, let's do mental health. Yeah. And with that, I just want to slap a little bit of some more of the Yeah album. Um, hundred twenty, hundred forty thousand first week sales. 8,000 physical copies projected. Strong run. Good. Strong run. Um, only just beginning. Yeah, about double the sales of Life of Pablo, the triple platinum album. Yeah. Um, so let's get it. Tell them, tell them, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I fuck with yeah. See, that's my third part. That's my bipolar shit, nigga. What? That's my superpower, nigga. Ain't no disability. I'm a superhero. I'm a superhero. Yeah! Cut it. Alright, no, I leave it running. But, um, he said some real big shit there. It ain't a disability, it's a superpower. Bipolar. Shit like that. I don't know. When it comes to mental health, it's a, it's a sticky subject. Definitely. That it is. Everyone's that is. in their own journey when it comes to being at peace. Facts. In their own head. But uh, you can't can't be afraid to ask for help, and maybe go talk to somebody if you need to. Yeah, like some people, you know, talking to people that just impacts the situation already. You already done something if you talk to people. You just gotta take it one step further, if necessary. Yeah, if necessary, like some, <coughs> I don't know, deal with shit like depression and shit like that. It, 
But most people, well, you, they get caught up in, if anything, I feel like they get caught in a cage of their own thoughts. And it's real easy in today's society, especially with all this technology and whatnot, because there's very, I would say, human communication just isn't, um, it's what evolved. It yeah, it's not what it used to be. There's many other factors now. And lots of people can go untouched in this um, new networking society. So we have to take this into account when we make certain moves and even just diving into technology itself you gotta like you gotta peep you gotta poke your head up you gotta swim above the water you gotta remember to come up for air facts because it'd be real easy to drown in this shit and this is even for people that may even be prone to this shit you yourself could like one person that doesn't even like necessarily have mental health issues on the surface that you know are visible could acquire these issues like in today's current society Man, this shit can creep up on you Before you know it You wanna fucking kill yourself And especially And the shit's scary As you get older We're coming You know That age for like You know Midlife crisis and whatnot. Seeing what people have accomplished And like you know Stacking yourself against Other individuals and whatnot. Some that may do that Yeah That would even get worse So we have to Don't compare your journey To nobody else's It will never be the same Everybody's on their own pace Doing their own thing whether it's snorting cocaine or reading a book. <laughs> you pick how you trying to live. Take him out of his zone. Stay getting money. This nigga is slapping on a bicycle. Kind of blew up the spot. Fucked up my recording. Thanks, guy. But he's getting his exercise out here, so I can't, yeah. can't be mad at him. As we were saying, mental health. Mental health, yeah. We got to... First step is talking to other people. Yeah, got... first step is like... Evaluate your own thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you feel on a daily basis? Are you are you content? Are you satisfied with where you at in life? Do you want to kill yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, ask yourself that. You should know if a thought jumped into your head. It'd be there. But, uh, yeah, nothing wrong with getting help. Nothing wrong with fucking shit. Most insurance plans have some type of therapy coverage. So, I mean, if you got Kaiser's or shit like that, you can go talk to somebody. It's not taboo. Talk to your doctor. Talk to your friend. Talk to your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, however you fucking around. Uh, talk to your family. Talk to your parents. Whoever you got to talk to. Call a hotline. Like, call somebody. Talk to somebody if you're feeling all fucked up inside. Mm-hmm. It helps. Maybe even keep personal journal. Map out your thoughts. Man. You know, put them a little, just give your, give your thoughts a little bit more physical form. What I would say not to do is don't watch 13 Reasons on Netflix. That shit makes it worse. I have not watched that That's a fucked up ass show About this girl who kills herself And makes 13 tapes Explaining why That's a a little sick But um Yeah be cool Watch watch that when you're in a good mood (laughs) I don't know if I'm gonna be Alright but in a (laughs) Another note Mental health It's a serious issue And we should all take We should all reevaluate ourselves I think every Every once in a while You should reevaluate You know think be like, where am I in my own thoughts? Where where do I stand on certain things? Facts. Here at Cutter Fish, we're just trying to make sure the community, the school we got going. Is eating well. Yeah. And this, this is just some soul food, you know, medicine and the candy. We talk shit. And we hope we influence y'all. Yeah. CXF, we're going to take a quick break. Episode 8. Later. Trust a bitch who finds love in a camera. She will fuck you, then turn around and fuck a janitor. Set the-
Can I live? Look at Sheesh. God damn, Push. Why you tell him like that? Never trust a bitch who find love in a camera. She'll fuck you and turn around and fuck a janitor. That's some cold shit. And with cold. that... Cold intro. Cold intro yeah. to Tinder Excursions. Yeah, we're going to jump right into it. Um, so Tinder, it's a little online dating app. If y'all don't know, you swipe left for no, swipe right for yes. And if y'all match, you go from there, meet, do what people do after meeting, see what it turns into. Um, we're going to talk about our individual stories yeah, and tell, what has happened. I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to tell one that can't really come back on me because it was in San Diego. Um, so this was my first Tinder experience, too. We matched, talked for a little bit. My, I'll set the I'll set the scenario a little bit. I'm in JC. I'm in college. I got my own fucking apartment, little two bedroom apartment, shared with some roommates. They was gone, so you know, tell a slide through. Now it's about eight. That's probably later. That's probably like nine, ten o'clock. She coming through. There's parking for residents in this little garage. The garage. You 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 can you can park in there if you have like a guest pass if you don't live there. To get a guest pass, you gotta go into the office. The office closed at seven p.m. So I'm like, fuck, I can't get a guest pass. I didn't. She just parked in the street. Cause I lived on a hill, and it was a long ass street, and everybody parked on the street. So I wasn't gonna have her <laughs> park on the top of the hill and it'd be like, all right, walk down. And that's doing. The we'll most. keep this in mind, people. We'll keep that. We'll yeah, keep looking those. back, she probably should have. <laughs> looking back, she should have. So, um, she she parks, takes her to the apartment, smoke, chill, hang out for a couple hours, you know, do do our thing. It's time for her to depart. <laughs> so, like the gentleman I am, I walk her to the garage. So it was it was a successful night up until this point. I was feeling myself. I'm like, damn, I could get used to this. Um, so we're walking to her car. We get to the garage. We get to the spot her car was. And she looks at me frightened. And she's like, fuck, where's my car? And I'm looking around like, you sure you parked here? Mm. And then she's like, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. And I'm like, fuck. Then I look up again, and it's like, tow-away sign. <laughs> and right there, I knew. She was still like, maybe they you moved it. I'm like, yeah, she she couldn't believe it. I'm already quiet. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like fuck, how am I going to spend huh. this one? Um, and mind you, she's coming. If, if you know San Diego like that, I'm in La Mesa. She's coming from Coronado. That is like a 40 minute drive across a long ass bridge. <laughs> like Coronado Bridge is beautiful. But um, yeah, she had a long ways to go. And it's about two in the morning. And I'm not about to drive 40 minutes. So that wasn't even the, on my mind. I was like, All right, I'm about to smoke when I get back to my room and go to sleep. Um, <laughs> So she starts to cry a little bit, break down in the garage. I'm, I, I try to console her. I'm like, look, he, I, in my head, I'm like, fuck, this don't look good. It's like the first month of everybody moving in and I already got to go crying in the garage and shit. So I shuffle her back to my room and she goes on my patio, make a phone call. And uh, she comes back in. She don't really say shit. She obviously not in a good mood. Like, 10 minutes go by. I'm like, look, you're going to be all right. You probably told this, that, and third. <laughs> and she leaves from whoever picked her up. I'm like, cool. Not, overall, I, nothing really happened to me. So I was like, all right, this could have went worse. My car could be gone. Um, So I get a phone call. After my roommates come back into the house, I call them. I'm like, yo, y'all can come back. 
because I wanted to place myself. So I get a phone call. It's her. And I'm like, hell, ain't shit we could be talking about right now. <laughs> so I don't answer. I ignore. And then I roll the joint, and I'm starting to smoke. And then, like, ten minutes later, I get another phone call. And it's from a number I don't recognize. Now, usually sober, I wouldn't have picked up that one either. Because I don't pick up strange numbers. It's feds. But I decided to pick that one up. And on the other line, it was her father. And he was not happy. Boy, was he not happy. Um, a little background. Out there, I was going by LZ for a while. So he hit me on the phone. Hello. Is this LZ? And I'm like, yeah, this is LZ. What's up? He was like, this is Ashton's dad. And, uh... You realize her car got towed, uh, you know what's going to cost her, you going to pay for it? And I'm like, no. I'm like, hell no. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going to pay for it. He was like, well, why not? I was like, man, she can read. Like, it ain't my car. To be honest, that's what it come down to. It's like, fuck. Like, yeah, I told her to park there because I thought she'd be cool. It's not like I intentionally just got her shit towed. It was, you got to read for intent. So uh, he's on the phone. If you come near my daughter, I'm going to come see you. Uh, I was like, hey, whatever, do what you got to do. And I hung up on his ass. Wasn't really sweating it. Keep that yopper in the house. So he could have came to the door and she would have got ugly. But uh, that was my Tinder excursion. A girl, a girl got her car towed. Um, I saw her at the job where I used to work. She came through as a guest. We talked. She was cordial. Um, and I think she blocked me on IG. And I think that's the end of my Tinder excursion. Hope y'all, hope y'all like that one. That was pretty personal. Deja, you got anything for him? Yeah, I got a Tinder excursion. All right. So I talked to this girl. Then uh, apparently she lived out in, like, the Davis area. Which y'all know. You know, UC Davis, all that shit. Da, da, da. Head out to the UC Davis area. You know, I'm already, I'm with, I'm running on color people time. I don't admit that shit. I'm a little bit late. Pulling up late. Get to the place. Happens. All right. This probably, is probably should have got there early though. Hmm. Probably should have got there early in hindsight, but you know I'm a procrastinator. But anyway, things came. I got there. I get to the place. I look around. I'm like, damn, there are no black people here. First rule: play on a playing field that you know you're that you're accustomed to. Play when playing in area. I mean, veterans can move on to other areas and you know not get stumbled up and stuff. But when you come into when you're a black man, you come into nothing but a field of white people it's never a good feeling you never you get that little look get that little well, voice in the back well, of your anxiety head might yeah go up. so i'm walking through this bit and i'm like damn i don't look white but i mean fuck i'm in it anyway i walk through go through the whole place and i sit down apparently she saw me the whole fucking time so she observed my whole behavior damn. in the awkward setting whatnot and then she motions me over i go over there sit down we eat some tacos, drink some beer. And this is this is the chit-chat portion. We talk a lot about things and uh, stuff and whatnot. What little did I know is that she comes from wealthy means. And not to not to put any connotation on that. But the whole point of it is that she grew up different from how I grew up. So I was just operating like a cool... Like how, you know, what I'm accustomed to. So I'm moving through that. Da, 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 we chop it up. And she's all like kind of done here da, da, da. move on to the next spot i should have realized with the next spot that things have already the dynamic is different she's calling lots of these shots true seems like she knew she, she, wanted. she knew exactly what she was doing 
We go to the next spot, da, 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 drinking again. We had drinks at the first place, had like a beer and stuff. I'm not a big beer yeah, drinker. I was about to say, I'm like, you don't drink like that. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let her drink alone. So yeah. I drank. Had one beer, moved on to the next spot. Oh, it's this fancy spot that has a whole lot of beer and da da da. So we went to another beer place. Took him to some brew house, probably. Yeah. An open brew house, sat down, talked about a lot of stuff. Somehow got into deep conversation about standing, and I think I mentioned what job I used to do before, working with um, the youth and whatnot. So, you know, that segue into, like, a lot of society problems, and we start talking about stuff like that. But bottom line, I under I underspoke myself the whole time. Duh. Just out of personal habit. People know me. They know I'm not, I'm not trying to impress nobody. I got no reason to impress nobody. Facts. So I just, that's how I naturally move. She was underwhelmed by the whole situation. Bottom line, I wasn't able to accomplish the goal I set out there for. And it be like that sometimes, folks. It do be like that. It do be like that. But another thing is, with this whole Tinder shit, what I forgot to realize, you're missing one element. The first, the first encounter. <laughs> the first encounter. And the first encounter usually goes like, you could gauge someone's intentions usually the first time you meet them. And, you know, face to face, eye to eye. When you're doing all this, like, you know, basically on this Twitter finger shit, like, you know, with your texting and whatnot, a little bit, you know, people try and smooth it out and try and game it up for more than what it is. Yeah, sometimes it's easier that way. Yeah. Get your game up. Sometimes it is easier like that more of the time. But, um... Overall... I'm probably... I knew, From this situation, I knew I benefit... You know, my first encounter got to be in real life. My first, first encounter. Yeah. I got to look you in the eyes and then figure out what the fuck you up to and what the fuck I'm up to. Facts. But there you have it, folks. That was, like, the first time we did Tinder excursions. Probably won't be the last. I got many more stories that... I got a couple more, but, you <laughs> know... You know, gets, they ain't all wins. They ain't all wins. And then, you know, it's not always clean cut either. Tinder, no, a whole lot of shit out there. That's another thing. I, I may have to, I'm, I need to delete that. It's not, it's not doing, it's getting me in nothing but trouble. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, this was Tinder excursions. It'll, it'll get better. It'll get a lot more zestier later. But, uh, you know, we gotta, we gotta start with a mellow intro to this new segment. And there you have it, folks. Episode eight of the CXF podcast. Cuttlefish is the name. Remind Deji, we playing the game. Um, we're gonna let it rock to so some hard piano by Pusha T featuring Rick Ross off of the Daytona album. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Tell all your friends. Pass this along. I see people, I see I see you ain't passing it along. And that's hurting me. That's hurting me, man. Yeah, tell somebody, uh, hit the DM. We need guests. Need guests. I ain't gonna use the word need. We'd like some guests, but I'm competent enough to do this with just the two of us so if y'all feel like being guests and we approach you on some shit just say yes nah 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 nah. but we do in a sense we do sort of need need new perspective you know people always change and there's different people out there who need their sometimes their voice need to be heard in order to move more efficiently through society a lot of these niggas can't articulate themselves that is true and have some fucked up thoughts to begin with and I don't promote everything but overall Overall, this is episode eight. This is episode eight, and this is the closing. Heart piano. Get my new digs. The roof.